How specific do you really need to be about your ideal client? If you've been following me for a while or listening to the Support Squad podcast, you know that I've talked a lot in the past about getting really, really specific about your ideal client avatar, down to what types of books they read, where they go to shop, etc., etc. Determining your ideal client in this very specific way can be good if you're feeling really stuck on your marketing and you need to have a very clear picture of a person in your mind. But just like choosing your service specialty, determining your ideal client is not meant to box you in. Today, I'm going to be sharing how my thoughts about the ideal client avatar have shifted over the last couple of years, what you really need to consider when thinking about your ideal client, and why you should niche your services before you niche your ideal client. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches, Sharon Nissen, created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. So to jump this off, like I said, I'm going to share how my thoughts on the ideal client avatar have shifted um, since I have been um, doing this work now for a couple of years. And for a fun little exercise, I think I, I thought I would read to you what my ideal client avatar was in the past. And if you've downloaded my ideal client avatar workbook or you listen to my podcast in the, in the past, you've heard this before. So I'm going to read that old ideal client avatar and then I'm going to share kind of my updated version. And I want you to pay really careful attention to the differences. And then I'm going to dive into, you know, what's really important when we're talking about our ideal client. So here's my old ideal client avatar. Um, Sydney, I even named her. Sydney is a successful and soulful female life coach between the ages of 30 and 45. She is already kicking butt in her business, raking in six figures, but she wants to spend less time working in her business and more time enjoying her life and finding fulfillment. I know that she loves shopping at anthropology, going to yoga classes, practicing mindful and compassionate parenting, and that she probably loves finding great gluten-free cookie recipes. This is funny to me now all of a sudden, but (laughs) she understands techie stuff, but she doesn't enjoy doing it. She hates answering emails and would prefer that someone else manage her calendar. Aesthetics and authenticity are important to her in her business. She loves non-toxic beauty products and essential oils, and Gabby Bernstein is her mentor. Now, definitely as a virtual assistant, most of my clients fit like 90% of that, And, and that was great. I will say, though, that didn't always lead to them being great clients to work for. It helped me to focus my marketing, but it didn't make all of them like my real actual ideal client. So now I want to read to you my new description of who my ideal client is. And I want you guys to really notice, you know, how it's changed a little bit. Um, so now here's what I describe, how I describe my, my ideal client. 
My ideal client is someone who has an established and profitable profitable business with some systems and processes already in place. They believe in maintaining a strong work-life balance and respect and value that for me as well. Nothing in their business is an emergency. Launches and content are planned in advance. Customer service matters are kept to regular office hours and automated when possible, and they understand that small errors can and will occur when they are working with team members. They have a commitment to diversity and inclusion in their business. They have a sense of humor and a creative mind. They value collaboration and input from expert service providers and are not interested in micromanaging others' work. They're happy to invest in service providers that are skilled and knowledgeable in their area of expertise. I like them and they like me. We have a mutual trust and respect for each other. So you'll notice how that really changed from like, they like gluten-free cookie recipes to basically they respect me and my time and they're going to pay me for it. So that's really the shift that's occurred. If I, I'm no longer um, really marketing myself as a VA or as a podcast manager, but if I was, I probably wouldn't focus so much on serving spiritual entrepreneurs. I, I ended up in that niche because over time I, I did develop a lot of connections in that area, but I've learned that that is not, you know, the most important thing. What's been most valuable to me is learning my own strengths, learning what kinds of people I like to work with, and then um, really working on my marketing to attract those kinds of people. So here's what you really need to consider when you're thinking about your ideal client. It's not so much about what kind of um, <laughs> what kind of blogs they read and, you know, where they like to shop and whether they like gluten-free cookie recipes. Here's here's more of the questions that I want you to be asking yourself. Are they nice to you? <laughs> That's so simple, but for some ideal clients, you know, they, or for some clients that doesn't fit. I've worked with clients that really fit that super specific ideal client avatar that I shared with you guys, but they weren't always so nice to me. So, you know, if, if they're not nice to you, that's kind of a, a basic play thing, like a basic, like red flag. And you guys, you can start to pick up on a lot of these things in your discovery calls. You can start to weed people out if you have a questionnaire before your discovery calls. So you can really make sure that you're working with the right people. So another question to ask yourself is, do they trust you and vice versa? So if you get on a discovery call with a client and they have really a lot of concerns of like trusting you with anything, if, if they seem like they're just like suspicious and they, they feel like they're being scammed and they're asking a lot of questions that make you feel uncomfortable and make you feel like they're not trusting you as a person, you know, that's not a great relationship to go into either. You don't want to constantly having to be proving yourself to a client that you're trustworthy. Right away, there should be an established place of trust. And you can start to build that and attract those kind of ideal clients by showing up as yourself on social media, by showing your face, by sharing some things about you. You can start to establish that trust before you ever even speak to them on a discovery call or anything like that. So you don't have to, you can start to build that right off the bat so that you 
you do attract those clients that trust you. So then the other thing is, are they happy to pay the rates that you've set? So if you get on, on a discovery call with an ideal client and or with a client and they are trying to negotiate your rates or they're trying to like ask you to justify why you're charging what you do. If they're going into all of that. For me, that person is not going to be an ideal client. My ideal client is happy to invest in my services because I am the expert and the, the knowledgeable resource for them that I am. So um, you know, that's going to be a, a key part of your ideal client avatar is will they pay you like that's Are they nice? And will they pay you? Um, so then the other thing is, do they respect your, your boundaries? You know, even after I got super specific about my ideal client avatar, I definitely ended up working with some spiritual life coaches that fit what I, I thought was my ideal client avatar. And they didn't respect my boundaries at all, you know, texting at all hours, um, just trying to work way outside the scope of work that I had outlined for them and all of that. So it really started to come down to, does my client fit, um, respect my boundaries that I've set? And that's a, a key major part of my ideal client. And again, it's important for you to establish those boundaries right off the bat. And sometimes we can teach our clients our boundaries and they'll act within those. But if you've set those boundaries, made them very clear, and your client is still not respecting that, that's probably not an ideal client. So then um, the last and final one is, do you like them and do they like you and vice? Like, do they, is there a mutual like? Like, do you guys get along? Are your energies aligned? Because I've worked for, you know, even when I was working for spiritual entrepreneurs, I worked for people that, you know, if I met them out somewhere, like in a social setting, they wouldn't be people that I'd want to hang out with. Like our energies didn't mesh. We didn't really vibe personally. My favorite clients, my best clients are clients that have become my friends that have invited me on retreats with them or clients that I would meet up and like have coffee with just for fun. And that's become really important because we work really closely and personally with our clients. And there should be a certain level of like, do we vibe? Do we like each other? Like, like, would we be friends? I think that is what makes the work so fun and makes it, um, you know, not so much of a grind day in and day out when you really are working with people that you enjoy. So, um, so I want to go ahead and clarify here too. I know that some new virtual assistants, they come into the online space and maybe they have a background in like real estate or they have a background in, you know, photography. They have these specific industries that they're experts in. If that is the case, totally, that can be worked into your ideal client avatar, you can be a little more specific about the industry that you want to work in, especially if you already have like specialized skills and services that you can offer within an industry. What I, uh, who I am speaking to right now is those new virtual assistants that feel like they need to get really specific about their ideal client and it's stressing you out. So if you are a new virtual assistant and you keep hearing my ideal client, my ideal client, and you're not sure who that is, know that you don't 
have to be a hundred percent clear about that right now. Like you don't need to know what books they read or where they shop or what kind of cookie recipes they like. You don't need to know any of that right now. What I really recommend doing first is specializing your services first. If you're coming into the online space without a niche and without a, a, a clear focus yet, find a service specialty first. When you niche down your services, you're going to automatically be able to to um, command higher rates. Whereas if you niche down to a um, a specific industry or a really specific type of client, like a spiritual life coach, you could still be a general virtual assistant just specializing in spiritual life coaches. And there won't be that much of a... Um, an inter- or a difference in your hourly rate between being a general VA for any I, any kind of client versus being a general VA for this super specialized ideal client. The place where you start to scale your business and really earn more and um, and command more respect and more and you make yourself more of an expert is when you specialize your services. And what you'll find after some time of specializing your services and offering those to people is that you will find that there are certain kinds of clients that are attracted to those services or need those services. So just like recently, I've been letting you off the hook with you don't need a fancy website. You don't need to overthink your name. You don't need to overthink any of this stuff. You also don't need to overthink your ideal client avatar. The one place where I want you to get really clear, if I could tell you one piece of advice where you could get really clear, it would be in choosing a service specialty. So as you guys know, and I've shared that, been sharing this a lot lately, I have my Spotlight Your Specialty bundle. It's only $17, and I really want to get this in the hands of every new virtual assistant because I really want to empower you to choose that service specialty from day one in your business. So right off the bat, you are coming in from an empowered and grounded place and so that you can start to um, attract these kinds of clients, the real ideal clients, which are the people that like you, value you, and will pay you. That's what we're really looking for in an ideal client. So I hope that makes things a little more clear for you guys. I'm always trying to let you guys off the hook a little bit, tell you to stop stressing about the things that you might be stressing about and really get you focused on the things that are going to really move the needle forward in your business and make sure that you are building a profitable and sustainable business. So Thank you guys so much for being here today. If you're watching the replay and you have questions, please leave them in the comments. And I will see you guys here next week. Same time, same place. Have an awesome day, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Support Squad podcast. Are you ready to choose a profitable specialty for your virtual assistant business, even if you are brand new to the online space? Yes, it is possible. (laughs) Spotlight Your Specialty is an in-depth workshop and workbook that will empower you to decide on a clear forward-facing specialty now, setting you up to attract dream clients even at the beginning of your virtual journey. Stop being a jack of all trades, stop being everything to everyone, spotlight your specialty. You can get this bundle right now for only $17 at spotlightyourspecialty.com. That's spotlightyourspecialty.com dot com.